This is Global Ambitions, your 15-minute window into the minds of localization and international go-to-market experts. Discover how they respond to their biggest challenges. Here's today's host. Hi, I'm Antoine Ray, and I will be your host today for this Global Ambition podcast episode. And today, my guest is Cristina Trevino, Localization Marketing Manager at Atlassian. And our topic today is not specifically marketing localization, but more how do you justify your own existence in an organization like Atlassian as a localization manager. Christina, welcome to the program. Thank you, Antoine. Great to be here, and thank you for having me. Maybe you can start by describing, tell us about you and what it is that you do, because I expect a lot of people, when they're joining an organization as a marketing localization manager, they think they're going to have to do A, B, and C from an operational perspective, but it's much more than that, isn't it? That's right. When I joined Atlassian back in 2015, yeah, that was why I was hired in the first place. I I needed to put in place the most basic elements of a localization program that we didn't have at the beginning, vendor, TMS, and I mean, you name it, everything else. And you, you kind of put your head down. And as somebody that I, I've always been in the localization industry for the last X years. I won't reveal how, how old I am because it's a long time now. But yeah, you do that and you and you you jump into that. And then the realization comes after that where when you do realize that that's just phase one of the whole journey. And then uh, for a business like Atlassian where internationalization is not a function as such, how do you go about translating into business terms what is it that you do? What, why is it important? What kind of impact is making on the business? And how do you align, not an operational level, but a strategic level with what the business is trying to achieve? And I think that has been without a shadow of a doubt, my biggest challenge and learning curve in Atlassian and in the, in the role that I have now. And so even more than anybody else, you've had probably to build a sphere of influence of people that believe in what you do you know, beyond your own manager, right? I think your manager is key. I think I've never had a manager who had experience on international before. Right. But it is absolutely down to the person to get you the resources, to get you the exposure that you need to bring you, like the manager that I have now, you know, he's brought me to the founders, he's brought me to the president, he, brought, he brings me to the CMO to, to talk strategy and to make sure that we are as much as we can resourced properly and that we, you know, to hook us up with the right people. And, and that is key because especially when you're a small team and again, you're remote from everybody else, that's another, another component of it. Um, it's super important that the right stakeholders uh, know you, know the work that you do, why is it important? Uh, and that's how the you know business, the relationships that you build are critical to the survival, I think, than, than the line of what you do. And so what do you think? Because I see that a lot in the industry where a lot of localization managers that are starting, their main focus is going to be like what you were saying earlier on operations, right? They're going to have to set up vendors or translators you know, they're going to have to set up a quality process. They're going to have to set up technology and workflows and things like that to be able to take all the orders yeah. and become like almost a vendor within the organization, right? And, but if if you stop to that, then, you know, what would you say to those like managers that are starting say, 
don't stop at that because if you stop at that, you're just going to be a ticketing vendor or you're going to be seen as just a cost center. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, it is core to what you do. I always say that at the core of what we do, we need to keep on delivering good translated content, obviously. That is just the first year, first year and a half. That's getting your house in order. That's making sure that you have a streamlined process. And obviously, as you said, there's always a thousand things to do, integrations and process and streamlining and continuous delivery and quality and machine translation. You can do anything you want in there. But then I think me personally as well in the development of, of my role, uh, that has been the big challenge and kind of learning as well, which is you are a language person, you come from a context of language. And then the challenge comes when you need to come up with a strategy. How does your strategy fit into the teams you support? What are the objectives of those teams you support? How do you contribute to the overall uh, business, the goal for, of the company? And how do you keep on, you know, building those relationships and making sure that uh, you are bringing value? Because that's the thing. If you are working on initiative A and the goal of the company is to move their customers to the cloud, at some point you're going to be left behind because you need to be as much as possible tied to the most revenue driving initiatives as possible. So I would say yes. Talk to people, uh, pester people, uh, <laughs> try to have as many conversations, go outside your, you know, your immediate team and start to read. Uh, in Atlassian, there's a, a lot of culture, you know, everything is in confluence and there's that huge internal wiki that we have. Look around and see, ah, I could bring a point of view in this initiatives from what we do. I think that's the other level. And how do you speak to your stakeholders in a language that means something to them? But a lot of people, because they're like you, they come from a translator background yeah. in, in our industry, in localization management role. There's a lot of people that come from being a translator yeah. or uh, being a localization project manager at a company, maybe for a vendor yeah. side, and then they end up on the client side, and then they have to go and do business and, and sell themselves and evangelize and convince people that this is an important function. How do you make that transition? It's a tricky one, I have to say. Like, it's it's really tricky for me. I put it down to several things. I don't think it's one thing or the other. For me, having some basic knowledge about digital marketing, it helped me because you then could connect some of the dots, you know. Then I'd say try to be present, try to listen, try to understand what is important for your stakeholder. I think having good managers and good mentors helps as well because you know that helps you steer you in the direction that you need to go and trial and error okay i've gone to many people to talk about quality scores and translated words and they've looked at me as in "Mm, okay that means (laughs) that means nothing to me you know so what does it revenue speaks to people customers speak to people a customer experience how what you do impacts the customer that is something that leadership cares about and that's the overall journey that a lot of people forget and that they need to make sure that it goes all the way to the customer journey as opposed to our own journey in this yeah case. and then sometimes if you're a linguist and you're so focused on your quality things and which i love personally but Sometimes you need to let go of certain things. Something that for you is critical, you do realize that in the overall picture or for the business is not 
ask her to go and then you need to learn uh, to to let go of certain things and understand what is a priority and in the overall scheme of things you know what is important i think that's important too yeah because as a translator you'd have to a tendency to think that quality is the most important thing yeah. right and then so you have to change your mindset the same way you're trying to change the mindset of a lot of people in that organization and you're going to have to contribute to their own KPIs, not yours mainly. Absolutely, absolutely. But so what you're telling me here somehow, if I'm not mistaken, is that you're joining in an organization as a localization manager for marketing, but somehow beyond dealing with the scale, the quality, the processes, the technology that you put in place, you end up into a business position where you have to justify and sell yourself all the time, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Not only that, but the other part is that what I find our team does in a very kind of com complex manner is that we don't have internationalization or international as a business function. So we are integrated. I'm integrated in the marketing organization and Melanie is integrated with the marketing, but also the product organization. But we don't have at a strategic level, business level, anybody that will come to us and say, okay, this is where the business is going strategically in FY22 okay. for international. And therefore that's how it's trickled down to you. We need to take this strategy as, as well as being super operational, because obviously we deliver day in, day out to the teams right. that we support. We also act for my team. We provide the business with insights on what should be the go-to-market strategy okay. based on what we're building, right? And that is a, a very complex, kind of duality that that we need to fulfill as well you know i'll tell yeah. you the first thing i did is you put a powerpoint together with what doesn't work or with what what you need people help with and you go with that keynote under your arm and you try to do as many presentations as you can as you try to be in whatever meetings that you can have a voice and and that's how you start and that's how you then understand oh, okay i need this and you need that and that's how you start connecting the dots. That's how the yeah. sort of the, you put the wheel in motion. It takes time, you know, but I think communication, as vague as it sounds, is key because that's how you uncover what people are after. What are you after? And what is the mutual gain uh, in that game, yeah. you know? And there seemed to be a common thread, like a key turning point for a lot of the people that I talk to on this is when you start to have like your manager or someone else that becomes a mentor or someone that will help you drive this and that opens doors. That is the most important part for me. Regardless of what I wanted to do, regardless of how well the operation worked, regardless of how many presentations I would have made, if I didn't have somebody above me that enabled me and multiplied my value slash work to bring it to the people that needed to see it and work with me, I would have never gotten anywhere. That is mm, the most important thing I would say. I think it's very important to have people that at their level, they need to understand what machine translation is or a fuzzy match is, <laughs> but they need to right. know that when such and such plan for strategy for next year, localization needs to be included and you need to be in the room and they need to know about such and such and whether they're gonna change CMS you need to be in the room because otherwise then we won't be able to. And that's how you start building that kind of map of people that you know and that know you 
and that's how the awareness and the advocacy sort of takes takes to another level i think great okay and so based on your experience now with this podcast and your experience at atlassian are there other people that you would recommend to join our podcast because of the similar journey that they're going through there is somebody on my team who's a senior localization marketing manager her name is naho and she started six years ago as well in the japan office which for atlassian in itself japan is like a dimension of its own its own it's a, it's all mini atlassian i often talk to her about the fact that she comes from an engineering background and she kind of landed on marketing and localization by i don't know by by fate and uh, she's being a brilliant addition to our team she looks at everything from the technical side of things i always find that it is kind of uh, fascinating how in localization you can find also other profiles that sometimes are so rare that i don't think you would find them anywhere else right so she'll be a, a fantastic person to bring other topics more probably technically oriented to to the podcast fabulous well that was my last question to you and thanks very much for joining our program christina i really appreciate i'm sure our listeners would be very excited to hear your story and what you've achieved uh, within atlassian thank you so much for having me thank you for your time thanks for tuning in to global ambitions Subscribe at globalambitions.net or wherever you get your podcasts.